realize we are terrified as a human race for the C word. We so scared of cancer. We need to embrace our fears. I mean, I never thought I would be accepting of the word cancer. I never thought we would need to say it in our own. So I think we need to start removing the word fear from our aura. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Lomitech, and sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and Birthright Excel. Welcome to another episode of 20 Minute Leaders. This one is special and you're about to hear why. Meet Vanessa Peramol, Managing Director of JT Communication Solutions. Vanessa is a leading South African strategist, former journalist, media and communications specialist and social entrepreneur who is currently using her rare cancer to highlight the importance of resilience, community and African excellence during a time of unprecedented challenges for the world. Vanessa Paramal, thank you so much for joining me on 20 Minute Leaders. I'm really excited to have you here. This is going to be a- an amazing episode. Um, you know, when I think about leadership, you know, you embody leadership, uh, whether it's through, you know, media and, and communication strategist and, and running an amazing agency, but, but also some, some interesting, you know, life adversities that have you know, led you to become even a stronger leader in your domain. And so what I'd love to do in these 20 minutes is to get to know you better and get to know your mindset better and, and how you've handled that adversity. So, so Vanessa, tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself and, and let's start from a little bit about, you know, what are you doing and what happened this last year? So my name is Vanessa Viromal. Thank you for receiving my new voice on the 13th of August. My new voice will be exactly 15 months old. So Michael, what's interesting? I'm a black South African woman. Some people say I'm Indian. I say no way, I'm African. And I've got a really sophisticated address in Johannesburg. You really have to have connections to love here. Or you have to have cash flow. Or you have to have investments. Otherwise, where I'm coming to you from now, the geographical location becomes a barrier or an opportunity. So that's number one. Number two, while you breathe with your nose, I want to show you something. I've learned a couple of new words. I'm highly educated, but I've never heard of the word total laryngectomy. So I have a stoma on my neck. And that's where I breathe. And I have an electric clarity. So why I want to tell you this. I have and my team as leaders and as publicity and media specialists have had equal access from the Queen to presidential offices. And even though I went during COVID, I was diagnosed with one of the rarest cancers in the world. It's called a chondrosarcoma. I was really special on the 10th of May because 4 million people hadn't died by then. 
so I had a lot of love on social media. In 15 months ago, I was the talk of the town and on everybody's player meant. But the reason I have come on your show is to normalize my life. When I got into hospital, you know, people are scared to go into hospital because they die. I found it highly offensive that none of the nursing teams and none of the medical teams, even though I paid a million, ran which is about a million hundred thousand dollars, which is about less, took the time to understand that someone like me who's been on a master's leadership program at Thomasma School, someone who's highly educated, someone whose mind is intact, will come out of my operation without vocal cords. So they did not take the time to receive me. And I realized that struggle without vocal cords and without your voice, which means I was in hospital for 24 days and all I wanted was my buffers of tissues so the mucus won't fall on my body. For me that was indignity and the medical system took out one of the rarest cancers in the world. I'm like in a 0.1% of the chondrosarcoma. But wow. they didn't want to listen. So I would Incredible. be writing notes to these nurses over and again, many of whom are entry-level academics. And here I am as an academic with a bank balance and a number of investments. If you are not understood, it means no one is listening and you can't be out. So I know what it feels like not to be out. And so as a leader, I think it's so important, no matter what strategies we develop, that we can help people at the point of their need. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%. Now, Vanessa, take me back to, to to when you discovered that that you're not gonna be able to use your your previous voice anymore. You know, as a leader, as a you know on the radio and uh, as a media and media and communications strategist, you you understand the power of voice. What 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 how, what goes through your mind at that point? How how do you even deal with that? You know, we we are travelers, so we travel widely. Over the last 30 years, we travel like six weeks every year just to clear my brain. I go with my kids. But in 2019, I hadn't been feeling well. And I did testing and testing and testing. So I was misdiagnosed. All that's pretty that's way to be fair. The cancer never showed itself. We were in lockdown five in South Africa. COVID had come in. Nobody was allowed to go anywhere. I was on a hospital bed, being treated with a misdiagnosis. I already had my gown on. My anesthetist was standing there, and I was going in to treat a symptom, which I needed a Botox injection for. And it wasn't I had just done another 
scan. And my dog that was phenomenal. He said to me, he found the bugger. But I'll answer your video. I'm an extremely professional strategist. I'm a master in strategy. If I do everything else wrong, I can never get my weight to look really sick. I never do exercise, but I'm a freaking flippin' good strategist. From that <laughs> second, I looked my doctor in the eye and I said, Doctor, he smiled. He can say, he said yes. And so I went straight into strategy mode. Remember, I developed the World Cup strategy for my country. I developed world market strategies. So, God, uh, I could barely breathe. It was four days before my operation, so I was really on the verge of dying. But I said, what do you need me to do? What is the intervention? And so I knew that he could not operate on me without my vocal cords. However, within the four days my cancer was diagnosed, I did stupid things. I don't know how it stopped me. I did not research. Removal of vocal cords. I didn't know the words. Mm -hmm. Total electrectomy existed. I'll tell you why I'm a Christian. And people were praying for me for the medical. And no one had died of COVID, remember? So I was the <laughs> bell of the ball. People were praying for me from Cuba to the United States, from Germany to Australia. People were praying for me from Tanzania to Kenya. So in that four days of prayer, everybody thought God was going to kill me and I will have my own voice. So in that, I realized afterwards in hindsight that I didn't use the four days constructively. I did not know there were Facebook groups. I did not know Paul Grammer, an Emmy Award winner, or nominees in a movie without your vocal cords. Can you hear me? Wow. I didn't know wow. that not only people who smoke get cancer in their throats, I didn't know there were 14 year olds and 25 year olds. I thought old men who smoke got vocal cancer. So those were stupid mistakes. I didn't know how to be prepared. And so, my advice to people, find the time to use social media to your advantage. Infuse your brand with knowledge. I also didn't know that many people with cancer, throat cancer like mine, where mine was very rare, that's why I survived, because they removed it. But a lot of people who have vocal cord cancer survive. More women mm -hmm. survive cancer than they survive gender-based violence, as an example. Wow. Wow. So I realize we are terrified as a human race for the C word. We're so yeah. scared of cancer. We need to embrace our fears. I mean, I never thought 
I would be accepting of the word cancer. I never thought it would be say to know all. So hmm. I think we need to start changing the word here. Some our aura. When I also did correctly as a leader, I use my investments as a pioneer. I'm now learning that I'm a good leader because entrepreneurs have died in not even my goal when they commit suicide. They have no money like me, I'm battling. However, it's much more easier to struggle and to have a challenge when you can resource the challenge. So I think I met a very good medical team. I had the finances to afford the medical team. And I had the foresight to buy enough insurance to cover my medical expenses in a private hospital. Because with COVID, I don't think any of us knew our healthcare systems were being collapsing around us. So, yes, right. as a futurist, let's then come back to in good stead. Right. Now, as you go through life right now, and you're communicating, obviously, and you're speaking, and you're, you're, you're still a strategist by nature, and I can see that this is a pattern of who you are you know, in your core. Where, where do you see yourself now? What, what, how is this new reality impacting you as a leader, you as a strategist, you know, whether it's with your professional agency, whether it's in your personal life, or what do you want to do later on? How, how is this changing things? You know, Michael, you are the first human being in 15 months to give me a platform. So I'm excited. Dead and shameful as my recovery is to have a robotic voice that I've done and I continue to use my platform even though I'm so overweight to bring some kind of normalization. It is what it is. I don't have a vocal cords. As an example, if I speak. Right, yeah. If I'm attacked, I can't whistle, even with a whistle. You know what I mean? If I'm in an accident, wow. I don't have my nose. I breathe. Wow. I cannot go into a swimming pool because I'll drown. You know, how the hell do I communicate all of this when people are dying of COVID and sneezing on each other? As an example, I don't need a mask. I need my stomach. Huh. I need access to business markets. I think it's very unfair that there's so much corruption and we have such unethical business leaders. So people at business schools don't be ashamed to be academically empowered to problem solve. You have to be prepared to build the future that you want. However, I cannot believe the level of ignorance 
you're where you are right now. There's equal numbers of people who will not take the vaccine. You know, I saw that you were broadcasting from Israel, and I said I'm pro-Palestinian. I don't want to come to your show. We cannot be so dogmatic. We have a human crisis, and we need to love with each other. And so, I'm hoping like, through my experience, that we can show resilience is one thing. All of us are resilient. But the point is, how can I become a useful member of society? How do I use my gifts that God has given me to socially empower, to economically be useful? And how can I be more humane in serving society? And that's one of the reasons I came on your platform. So, I don't speak really well. I mean, I'm very poor at learning how to speak. However, I have a network. I put myself in a position because I just cannot, I cannot be the same power, I'm sorry. So I have friends in Australia that invite me to cocktails every Friday and they're about 40 letter gentlemen and we all talk with us. Wow. I have friends in the United States. I have a friend in Poland. He's 25 years old. He's going to do his PhD. I've written to somebody in Japan who's trying to innovate in medical technology. So I have tried. I have a daughter just completed a master's in entrepreneurship, but with my cancer, my son is doing engineering efforts, they struggling, COVID is not a good place to be, mental illness is real, panic attacks and anxiety, how do we integrate back into society, and Michael, let me ask you, what kind of fears are leaders having? around the world that joy is common. Right. I mean, it's, I, I think that, you know, what you're articulating here, you know, obviously every, every, every person has their fear and, you know, COVID is, is treating every person in, in unprecedented ways. What I'm, what I'm gathering this inspiration here is, is, is your resilience and your, your strategy way of thinking constantly into the future and constantly thinking, okay, well, this happened now, now what's, what's, what's the future now and how do I adapt now? And, and how do I move forward and take one more step and one more step and think critically into the future? And I, and, and I, I'm really inspired by that. And I think that, you know, I'm really honored to have been able to, to give some platform to hear your story. And I'm sure that this story will be told many more times with you. Uh, but, but, I'm, but I'm very, very honored f- for you who have chosen to come, to come to this show. Now, Vanessa, what I would also love to is to get to know you a little bit better from your, from your background. And, and I have a few short questions um, for, for the end of the episode. And, and I'd love to take you back a little bit to your childhood. And I'd love to know, you know, what really fascinated you as a kid, you know, before all of this? You know, when you were just a kid, what what really sparked your curiosity? So, I'm an activist. I have fought for the liberation of my people, the black people. What sparked my curiosity is how divisive people are on the color of this and how cruel they are to darker people and to people who are marginalized. And so I realized 
What really inspires you today, you know, in your day-to-day life right now? What really inspires you? You know, I got a second chance in life. I was on my deathbed, and in the last 15 months, I know what you don't know. I know what love feels like. I know gen- what generosity feels like. I know what having flowers delivered in my gates feels like. And I know what prayer from all denominations, from Buddhists, from Jews, from Muslims, from Hindus, prayed for me and my family. And that's such an honorable gift to know the beautiful side of humanity because I can also be very difficult. So I want to tell people when the jumps are down, human beings are beautiful. And we've experienced love, so I'm inspired by love. I love it. Amazing. And what are three words that you would use to describe yourself? I think tenacious. You know, I'm, I'm very tenacious. But I must be honest, I've not always been this way. But I've learned to be braver. So I think I'm authentically brave. But I'm also, in all my eyes, honest, I'm kind. And I think what we need is kinder leaders so they can be more open to be more humane. Amazing. Amazing. And so, so tenacious, and what are, what are a few other words? Well, I'm definitely resilient. I'm a futurist. I'm definitely an innovator and pioneer. And I have no limits. I fail every flippant day. I fall down, but I wake up. I have no shame in trying again. You know? <laughs> I, I don't it. know where the hell I get in. Some people will just be so ashamed and not come back. But not me. I mean, I'm speaking Amazing. to you with an electric voice. People yes. Vanessa, thank you. <laughs> No, I, I, I can't imagine, uh, you know, the, 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 men, the change of mentality and the resilience that you have to go with. And, and I'm really inspired by your story. And I really want to thank you for coming on the show. This was really wonderful. And I can't wait to share this with the world. And, and thank you for the positive impact you're making and for inspiring um, myself and many others. And Vanessa, stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you. <laughs> 